What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For my newsletter, visit almamatters.substack.com. The first part we're going to focus on uh, for understanding the big picture is the self-phrase. That is a short description that encapsulates who you are and who you want to present to application readers. To demonstrate how this works, we're going to bring back our friend Ian. He's a student who you may remember from previous episodes of this podcast. Um, He still hasn't graduated, I guess. (laughs) Just kidding. That is Athena Lau, who's been a college counselor for well over a decade. Hello, I'm your host, Venkat Raman. In this episode, we will introduce you to a college application workbook. The impetus for this workbook came after I wrote a piece in my newsletter, Alma Matters Letter, last fall, about how college application readers have about eight minutes to read an application. So the question is, what is the best way to tell your story in the college application so it can quickly captivate a reader? Hence the workbook. The workbook provides a framework to help you with the following. The story you want to tell, how the different parts of the application support and add to that story. And once you're done with the entire application, Does the story you wanted to tell jump out to the reader? In this podcast with Athena, we cover what is a self-phrase and how to create your own self-phrase. The different sections of the workbook, which include superpower, academics, experiential, testimony, and fit. And lastly, guidance using Ian's story as an example. The link to the workbook is in the show notes accompanying this podcast. Let's get started with Athena. So Athena, let's start by reminding our listeners why we are doing this workbook. Uh, Hello, everyone. Uh, This set of episodes is aimed primarily at rising seniors and high school counselors, but everyone is welcome to listen. As we enter college application season, I know it can be easy to get lost in the weeds of all the things you need to do, the essays you need to write, the activities and the courses you need to list, and the recommendations you need to obtain. So this series is about stepping back and asking the big question. That question is, how do I know that my application is any good? So our answer to that question is another question. Is your application representing the best version of yourself for application readers? That is, when you look at your application as a whole, are you sharing all the parts about your life that are important to you? Does each part complement each other and add a new detail to paint the full picture of who you are? Or are you confusing, maybe even boring the reader by just repeating a lot of information? So we want you to walk away knowing that whatever you submit is not only good, but is the best version possible. I want you to remember that admissions officers only have around eight minutes or maybe even less to read each application because they have thousands to get through. So let's make sure that when they're reading yours, they enjoy that time spent. 
Uh, so to get to that point, to that best version of your application possible, we've come up with a step-by-step -step guide to thinking about each part of your application as well as your application as a whole. That way you can ensure that you're presenting the best version of you. Uh, so feel free to use this on your own as you read through your application or to apply what you learn to help your friend with their application. Let's do this. Okay, so what is a self-phrase? The first part we're going to focus on uh, for understanding the big picture is the self-phrase. That is a short description that encapsulates who you are and who you want to present to application readers. To demonstrate how this works, we're going to bring back our friend Ian. He's a student who you may remember from previous episodes of this podcast. Um, he still hasn't graduated, I guess. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> but let's follow along as we come up with Ian's self-phrase. At this time, you can go to the eight-minute checklist tab of your notebook and follow along. So here's Ian's story. Ian has a fairly average home life and personal background. He performs consistently well across his school subjects, but he has a huge interest and a specialized skill set in computer programming. Since he was young, he's been teaching himself programming languages using YouTube, Reddit, anything he can find online. And once he got to high school, he quickly exhausted all of the course offerings related to computer science. So from there, he enrolled in more advanced courses at his local community college. He also participates on his high school's robotics team. And during the last regional competition, he programmed a robot using C++ and Python um, that won first place. His professors at the community college can attest that his skill level is well beyond that of his peers. He's probably in the top 5% of his age group. Uh, Ian is also part of the Sustainability Council at school because he's interested in applying his computer science interests and skills to solving environmental and climate-related issues. So that's a little bit about Ian. And based on this, we're thinking through uh, his academics, his extracurricular participation, the way that he is um, going about his life to come up with a self-phrase. So just to remind you, the self-phrase is a few words that will describe who Ian is, not just in terms of the one, one or two academic subjects he likes or a few extracurriculars that he enjoys or even one or two personality traits, but really what are a few words we can use to get across the big picture of who he is. And this description is going to drive the way that he should talk about himself and his application and everything should align with this self-phrase. So based on what I have just read about Ian, the self-phrase I would use is a talented and solutions-minded builder with a passion for sustainability. You can see from this self-phrase that we have a few key points about um, his, his skill level, what he cares about, the fact that he's a builder. So he's creating things like robots um, that work and that he wants to use that for something bigger than himself, namely, in this case, sustainability. So now, based on what we did with Ian's profile, I invite you all to try creating your own self-phrase. 
I totally understand that the self phrase might be hard to create all at once. It's art, not just a science. But here's some here's how how I think about it in case it's helpful to create some sort of formula just to jog your brain and get those that creativity going. I would uh, think of the self phrase in a few different parts. So I would say the first clause start out with two to three adjectives followed by a noun. Um, so for example, with Ian, we had the talented and solutions-minded builder. So we had the two adjectives, talented, solutions-minded, and then a noun that really spoke to something active, doing something, that's builder. And then we tied that to a concept, a problem, uh, something that Ian wanted to solve that was bigger than him, so sustainability. And that's what you should do with your self-phrase as well. What's a challenge or bigger kind of mission that you can tie your skills to? So for Ian, it was solutions-minded, talented builder who's passionate about sustainability. Maybe for someone else, it is a positive and energetic uh, community-minded person or community builder who wants to um, create organizations that um, improve healthcare. Maybe for someone else, it's you know a completely different set of words, but it should make whoever is listening to you understand and see and be able to imagine some sort of uh, mission that you're on, some sort of thing that you're gonna achieve. Um, they should be able to get a sense of who you are. Uh, now that you've come up with a working self-phrase, we're going to talk about how you can use this to ensure that you come up with the strongest application possible. So before you look at any part of the application, I know it might seem daunting at first, but we'll help you break it down. Um, but before you even do that, you first need to break down that self-phrase that you came up with for yourself. So that is, ask yourself, what are the key descriptor words in this self-phrase? And which parts of your application will highlight one or some of those key descriptors so that in the end, your entire application will make readers think of that self-phrase. So that might sound like a lot, and let's go back to our friend Ian as an example. So his self-phrase was, a talented and solutions-minded builder with a passion for sustainability. Take a moment and jot down. What are some of the key descriptor words in that self-phrase? When I think about Ian's self-phrase, the key descriptors I think of are solutions-minded, builder, and passionate about sustainability. These are the key words because they're the more unique words or phrases that can help him distinguish himself from the pack. And there's something that he can talk about in each of the parts of his application. So now with that in mind, we're gonna go through where and how in the application uh, these key descriptors should show up. Hello everyone. Hope you're making notes in your workbook as you're following along. For your reference, the link to the workbook is in the show notes. Thank you and enjoy the rest of the episode. So Athena, can you tell us what the different sections of the workbook are? So take a look at your workbook and you'll see that there are five different sections. 
There's the superpower section, which speaks to your essays. There's the academic section, the experiential section. So that's about your life experiences and extracurriculars and different kinds of experiences as, that you've had. There's the testimony, which speaks to the letters of recommendation that you're going to obtain for your application. And then there's FIT, which is going to talk about how you connect to what universities are looking for through their supplemental essays and how you're going to show a mutual best fit. The next section that we're going to talk about is the superpower section. And this relates to the essays that you're going to write for your application that really dive deep into who you are and what drives you to succeed. What is your superpower? And uh, with most schools, depending on what kind of application you use for that school, you'll need to write an essay that's anywhere from say 400 to 650 words and you'll have a few different essay topics to choose from. The strategy here is to think about your self-phrase and the key descriptors that you've come up with and make sure that whatever essay topic you choose, whenever someone reads that essay, if they don't know you, the, those key descriptors, that self-phrase comes up in their mind and makes them think, oh man, this person really has a strong sense of who they are and we wanna to get to know them more. Let's go back to Ian. As we have identified previously, his self-phrase is that he's a talented and solutions-minded builder with a passion for sustainability. So whatever his essay topic is, we want to make sure that the reader understands how he might have come to solutions in the past or developed a personality that really cares about that Perhaps we want to show how he wants to build, why he's driven to build great things, things that work, things that help society. And or we might want to show how he became passionate about the uh, field of sustainability and how he imagines himself doing something really cool in the future related to that topic. Now, let's take a look at the workbook. In the superpowers section, you'll see that you have space to brainstorm by thinking about different prompts that um, might relate best to the story you're trying to tell. Uh, in, the first, in the next column, you'll see that there's a takeaway section. So you can say, okay, based on this story, what are my goals for that person to learn about me? What are two or three takeaways that they'll have about me once I tell that story. And then in the next section, you'll have uh, an area to talk about what's the superpower, the insight, or the revelation that, they'll, that you have from, uh, from this experience that you're sharing. You'll show, that how, you'll show how you grew as a person and have evolved and gotten to this point in your life. And then in the next column, you can talk about how this topic, how the story supercharges your self-phrase. So not only shows people these traits that you say you have, but really shows them, ah, this person has a vision for how they might employ this, uh, these traits in the future. As you're thinking about your essay, 
there are so many different approaches that you can use. For example, with our friend Ian, Ian could definitely just think about how he chronologically first came to his love of programming and how he taught himself in so many different ways through online forums about how to do computer programming, how we watch so many YouTube videos to really dig deep into robotics. Um, but, you know, since there are a lot of students who may have had similar passions, Ian really needs to think, okay, well, what's a unique way that I can talk about that journey to finding his passion in sustainability and robotics? And how did that get him to a big question that he's asking himself that he might want to work towards solving when he's in college. Perhaps mm -hmm. that question is, how are we going to continue inhabiting this planet? And how can the work that I want to do contribute to finding a solution? So when you write your essay, you might want to think, okay, how are some, what are some stories or some mini stories that I can tell and build that up so that we get to answer that question? So perhaps for Ian, he could start with a vignette about how he watched a YouTube doc documentary about a plastic ocean on an island and how that made him feel, how that really spoke to him and made him feel driven and emotional because he was like, oh my gosh, what a thing is happening. Um, how can I help solve something like that, help stop this unsustainable use of plastic on this island in the future? And then he can talk about from there how he started investing more in this passion of his and how that anger, how those emotions drove him to just learn more, to keep working towards this goal of fighting unsustainable, unsustainable practices that make our world a worse place. So he could talk about a robot that he built that can improve or make recycling more efficient. He can talk about that process of really understanding all of the technical aspects involved in this, all of the different um, other skills that he needed to have to make the best robot possible. And then he could end that essay with seeing that material impact of his efforts culminating in the competition, how he won that, how that experience helped him just even more passionate about robotics and want to pursue it more in the future and make him more invested in making a larger impact in his community um, in, in the future. Based on what we've read about Ian's uh, essay and what he's going to write, we're going to apply that to the superpower section in the workbook. And that will also give you some idea of how you can think about your essay and fill out that information here too. Let's think back to Ian's essay. The first column that you'll see is about the superpower insight or revelation that we want to, to uh, share through that essay. And with Ian's essay, which talks about his love of robotics and how he came to that, some of the insights we are aiming for are to show where that passion for this topic came from. We want to show some of the personality traits that he has, that he's persistent, that he's a deep thinker, and that he really uh, is motivated to try to answer questions that are bigger 
um, than maybe some of the superficial ones others might ask. Um, so in this column, when you think about your own essay, you're going to think about what is the bigger picture that you're trying to show? What are some bigger aspects of yourself that you're trying to highlight through this essay? Then in column C, you'll see that now you're going to fill in some of the key plot points or arguments from the essay itself that speak to what you're trying to show in column B. In the case of Ian, some of the key plot points from the story are how he started, how the, the genesis of his love of programming. Um, so that's the YouTube videos that he started watching that got him into robotics. It would be how he started building his own robot and what that process was like and the challenges um, that he went through and the, the solutions that he found through that process. And then maybe at the end, the, the next plot point is what he wants to do, where his head is now based on these experiences that he's had. So think through your own essay and try to map out what are the key plot points or what are the key arguments that you're trying to make to show who you are and which speak to this bigger point you're trying to make about yourself. Finally, in uh, column D, you'll see that it asks what details um, supercharge the self phrase. So what we mean by that is not only these key plot points that you've made, but what are some of these details that will really help make the essay sparkle, that will supercharge what you're trying to say. In Ian's essay, it's not that we're saying in very general terms, okay, I watched some YouTube videos, I got into robotics, and now I'm really passionate about the environment. Yes, that's a bigger point, but he adds a lot more interesting color and detail to make his essay memorable. In this case, he talks about the specific YouTube documentary about a plastic ocean or a plastic island that he saw in the ocean and how that really made him feel emotional and driven to make a change. So by talking very specifically about what he saw, how it made him feel, and how it was so specifically related to his interest in sustainability now, that is what helps make this essay more memorable. So now think to your own essay and try to find where you have little details that help supercharge the argument you're trying to make. And if you don't see any at this point, that's totally okay. You can go back through your essay and try to figure out where you can add that kind of color, that kind of detail, so that the final product does exactly supercharge your self-phrase. So again, let's keep Ian in mind. He's that talented and solutions-minded builder who's passionate about sustainability. How does that reflect in academic proficiency? So when we refer to academic proficiency, this means you're gonna to need to show in your application that you're academically prepared for and that you have some prior level of interest in whatever you want to major in or study further. So think about for yourself, what subjects or courses have you taken that relate to your potential major of interest? What standardized tests have you taken and how well have you done um, so that you can show you are somewhat, at least somewhat qualified um, to, to take on that major when you get to college. So our friend Ian, um, he wants to study something related to the environment, to robotics, 
uh, or STEM in general, because that is how he sees himself building some interesting solution and working on the issues of related to sustainability that he really cares about. Taking a look at his academics, Ian has performed consistently well across subjects. Um, he has a specialized skill set in interest in math and computer programming. He's been teaching himself programming languages using online forums. And once he got to high school, he exhausted all of the course offerings related to computer science and enrolled in more advanced courses at the local community college. So as you can see for Ian, it's pretty clear that he has interest. He's shown interest throughout high school in his personal life and within the formal classes he's had access to. And uh, he's been really trying to build up what he knows across math and computer science. His overall GPA is a 4.3 out of uh, four. So he's doing really well. Um, and he has taken eight advanced placement classes and gotten fives in a lot of them, especially doing especially well in the ones related to biology, psychology, calculus, and computer science, which are the ones that will count the most for him. Um, so for Ian, in the academic proficiency part of his application, there's a pretty clear line here that interest in computer science and math, um, he can show through his courses that will have a line to his interest in sustainability in the future and working with that. He has done a lot with robotics, which can show that he wants to build something. And uh, he, can, he can even show throughout his courses that he's just really challenged himself and will be ready academically when he gets to college. So some of this may, might translate really easily to your uh, profile, but even if not, you can think, oh, okay, how can I show that if you're interested in medicine or in English or in some other different subject, you've done something in the past related to it throughout school and that you've done your best in what has been offered to you. And with the other sections of his application, that will only add to this academic context that we're providing to the admissions officers. The section that you'll look at is called the experiential section. And by experiential, we really mean your entire life experience. A lot of times people just think that when you need to talk about what you do outside of class, um, you must only talk about, say, extracurricular activities, clubs you've done outside of the classroom. But in fact, for your application, the readers at universities do want to know about the entirety of your life. They want to know not only what clubs and extracurriculars you're doing, but whatever other internships or research experiences you might have had, other competitions or contests that you've joined. Um, or even any family background, life circumstantial information you might want to share that has impacted your academics or just how you live, as well as any other personal hobbies that you have taken really seriously and have shown a lot of personal development in. So at this point, don't hesitate to write down all of that information. No tidbit of information is too small. Um, but really think through once you've written all of that out, okay, well, what from these can help me show my self-phrase, show um, that these key descriptors that I've, I've, I've identified are really highlighted in my application. 
So again, let's go back to our friend Ian. We just talked about his academic abilities and how they're very strong. And in terms of his life experiences that he might want to highlight, we know that he is on the cross-country team. He's not the best, but he's not the worst either. He's actually <laughs> somewhere in the middle, but he's a, he's a very um, committed member of the team. He's the captain of the math Olympiad team at school as well. And he only recently got interested in sustainability, but he joined his school sustainability council so that he can talk about environmental issues and uh, show the rest of the school, you know, tell people what's going on with current environmental issues that they should care about. He's also on the high school robotics team um, and has learned programming on his own. And just in general, he's always reading about different uh discoveries, different new things going on in the world of, of computer science and math. And that's just how he likes to spend his free time, even when he's not doing something in a club. Um, so that's Ian. When we think about his self-phrase, a talented and solutions-minded builder with a passion for sustainability, and we think of those key descriptors, so being solutions-minded, wanting to build something, having a passion for the area of sustainability, you can even see in these experiential parts of his life that he has tried to build on those things as well. So with uh, the robotics team, that's an example of how he likes to build, how he can show that he's solutions minded because he has to solve problems and figure out how to make a working robot, right? Um, he can show his passion for sustainability when he talks about what he's done on the Sustainability Council or what he's read about in his free time. And you, he could even potentially talk about his interest in building in terms of community building. So not just the STEM part of it, but in the teams that he's a part of with Cross Country or with Math Olympiad, he can talk about that aspect of building a team or building a community and really showing just how that is a huge part of his life throughout. So now that we've done that with Ian, you know, take a moment, again, think about your own self phrase, those key descriptors, and think through how different, in different aspects of your life, you have worked towards that vision of yourself in your extracurriculars and in different parts of, of what you do. You'll see in the workbook that in the experiential section for whatever you write down under extracurriculars, clubs, internships, etc., you'll have to fill out what that thing is, what your role was, anything that you feel particularly proud of, so an accomplishment, and some takeaways. So the reason that we want you to think about takeaways is because on the application itself, you won't just be filling out the basic information about what you did. You'll have the opportunity to talk more in depth about what that experience was like. And to do that well, you'll want to reflect a little bit before you fill out the application about what you learned from that experience, or maybe even what traits you developed or skills you developed as a result of participating in that thing. For example, Ian might be talking about his uh, participation on the robotics team. So for the what is it column, he'll say you know, the high school robotics team. 
he'll say his role, which is that he was a participant. He could, might also mention any leadership, um, leadership experiences he had on that. And for accomplishments, he might want to mention that he won his, the robot that he built won first place in a regional competition the previous spring. So then when he's thinking about the takeaways, he can talk about how his robotics skills and interests grew exponentially because of his participation. He can talk about how his problem solving or solutions minded orientation evolved because of this. Or maybe he can even talk about being part of a team and his leadership abilities and how that how that grew because of his experience on the robotics team. Now you'll see in the application that there's going to be one space where you talk more about the basics and write in concise terms about your involvement. But in your essays and in some other parts of the application, you might want to uh, elaborate more on an extracurricular that was particularly meaningful or a life experience, a life experience that was particularly meaningful. And you can bring in some of those takeaways into that section. The next section of your workbook to look at is the testimony section. This refers to the letters of recommendation that you'll usually need to submit along with your application. Letters of recommendation are important because they are documents written by a third party that verify, that confirm to the school that's reading your application that you are super awesome. So you wanna make sure that whoever you ask to write this letter of recommendation knows you as well as possible and can write about you in very positive, enthusiastic terms. The three main parts that they we usually like to break down recommendations into are academic potential, character, and community contributions. So by academic potential, this refers to how you performed in your classes, particularly in their classes, if you're asking a teacher to write a recommendation, your character. So what are some of the positive personality traits that you've shown just from existing in their classroom or in the school, as well as any community contributions you've made. So what are you like when you interact with other students in class um, or with your peers outside of class? Um, you can even share with your teachers some of your extracurricular activities that you've been involved in so that if they're not aware of it, you know, they have a better sense of that and can add that to their letter of recommendation. So now you might be wondering, okay, Athena, how does this uh, relate to the self-phrase? I'm not saying that you necessarily have to tell your teacher the self-phrase that you came up with, but when you request a letter of recommendation, you can mention some of the things that you think would be helpful to share about yourself. So for example, with our friend Ian, he is thinking since he wants to major in some sort of STEM field, and he wants to show that he is solutions minded, he's into building things, he has a passion for sustainability, he should choose two teachers that can speak to this so he's thinking about his math teacher and maybe his environmental science teacher. The math teacher, um, he feels really confident about asking because that math teacher has taught him for many years and has seen his math skills evolve throughout the years. Um, he can 
uh, also speak to his participation on the math Olympiad and as he's seen him be a captain and leader for that team. And the environmental science teacher can speak to uh, Ian's interest in sustainability and climate change and can talk about how Ian has showed his passion and just curiosity in his classes. Ian could also ask his computer science teacher because that computer science teacher has seen him um, evolve in his skills working outside of class to just learn more computer programming languages. And, um, you know, Ian can ask all sorts of different teachers that he has a really close relationship with. But Ian is being smart about it by thinking through, okay, which teachers can speak to some of these skills and traits that I want to highlight and can give concrete examples from their class um, or for the, from the extracurriculars that they know me in so that they can write a strong recommendation. So now I'd like for you to look at this letters of recommendation, uh, letters of recommendation section, the testimony section, think about yourself phrase and your key descriptors, and then really reflect on, okay, which teachers know me well, have seen me grow, and can speak to these three aspects that universities will want to know about academic potential, character, and community contributions. The final section of the workbook is on fit. In the application itself, not only will you have a main application essay that college, all colleges will be able to read, but many colleges will ask you for supplemental mini essays, usually 100 to 250 words, and the purpose of this is for them to see how you might add value to the college and to the incoming class. What will you contribute to that specific college's community? And how might you contribute as an alum, even after you graduate from that college? Uh, so with that in mind, in your supplemental essays, um, you're going to want to show through your self-phrase that really good fit between you and that college. So let's take Ian for, again as an example um, with the self phrase of being a talented and solutions minded builder with a passion for sustainability. He's going to think, okay, how can I show that this college is going to be a really great place for me to pursue my future interests, my current and future interests in sustainability, in robotics, in all of those different subject areas that we mentioned previously. And so first let's take this column of how is he going to add value to the college and incoming class? Um, so colleges for sure are going to want someone who is solutions minded, who is passionate about a specific topic and wants to help build something. Usually they wanna find someone who will help build the community. So when he looks at the different topics that he might write of the supplemental essays on, he might want to pick one where he can talk about what sort of extracurricular activities he might join that relate to these interests he has mentioned. Um, maybe he'll want to join the college's robotics team or the college's environmental science or climate change action group on campus. So he can talk about his interests on that and why he feels he can contribute to that. Um, maybe he can also talk about his um, interest in different research labs or different internship opportunities 
or just other academically related extracurriculars that he can access on campus and contribute to the scholarship of going on at that college through those. And then for how he'll be a distinguished alum, he can talk about his future career goals and how maybe he wants to work at a big company where he can build the robots of the future that are making more efficient recycling and different sustainable practices at an industrial level. Or maybe he wants to start his own company that's doing that kind of work. Um, or maybe he wants to do something else entirely or a mix of everything. Maybe he wants to work at the policy level um, on environmental science and climate change and he wants to run his own company, or maybe he wants to run for office and make sure that climate change is on the agenda um, for whatever future government we might have. So there's so many different ways that Ian can talk about how his interests and his passions and his future goals align with whatever that college is able to offer. And they always flow back to those key descriptors that he wrote in his self-phrase, showing how he wants to do something in sustainability, how he wants to build, and no matter what, he's always solutions-minded and wants to make sure that he's helping find solutions that work for everybody. In the last column, how does what the college offers match up with what you're looking for? There are so many different ways that there's so many different ways that colleges can do that for you. There are so many different resources that colleges have on their campuses. Filling out this section just requires some research on your end. So that means look through the extracurricular activities, the student clubs that they have um, at that college, look up the different labs or internship opportunities or the special just academic opportunities that they highlight for their undergraduates, because those are things that you are probably interested in and can write about. You can even think about what they offer at different residential life um, at that level because sometimes they have housing where people who are interested in very similar topics can all live together and have great conversations outside the classroom or do activities related to those topics. Um, or you can even think about the, the community where that college is located and how you can get more involved in improving that community and pursuing what you're interested in, um, even beyond just the college campus. So there's so many things out there, but it really just requires a little bit of Googling and looking through what that college says about itself on its website, on its social media, so that you can connect, make the, that you can make the connection between yourself and the college. Hi again. Let me start by thanking Athena for a great job on giving us a tutorial on the workbook. I hope you all find it useful. In this podcast with Athena, we covered what is a self-phrase, how to create your own self-phrase, the different sections of the workbook, superpower, academics, experiential, testimony, and fit, and also using Ian's story as a way to showcase the different aspects of the workbook. As we mentioned earlier, the link to the workbook is in the show notes accompanying this podcast. Please do give us feedback on this workbook by writing to podcast at almamatters.io with the subject line, 8 Minutes Workbook. 
Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash almamatters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College matters. Alma Alma matters. matters.